Welcome Gen X Grown Up podcast listeners to our Gen X Grown Up Backtrack, which is, as you know, the podcast between our regular show where we pick a single topic from our childhood and dig deep into it. The topic this show is the Gen X fast food experience. <laughs> Yay. Which is not unlike my fast food experience now, except it was fun. Right. <laughs> It was fraught with peril and cheeseburgers. Now it's different. So kind of like how we talked about breakfast cereals a few shows ago. This is not something that's gone. You can still go get a breakfast cereal. You can still go to the fast food restaurants. Right. But we were talking amongst ourselves the other day and it's like, but it's changed so substantially that it warranted us reminiscing back on what was so cool and different and unique about the fast food experience back when we were growing up as Gen Xers. Yeah, it was it was a completely different era. I know that our parents, they kind of started the fast food movement, so to speak, but it didn't really That's come right, into sure. its own until our generation got a hold of it. Until those baby boomers had all these kids that needed to be fed. That's <laughs> right. Exactly. So let's start with one of the cool things that, again, it's still around, but it was so unique and novel back then. What about those birthday clubs that you could do? Oh, jeez. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things. Like, I wanted every time we would go to McDonald's, I, I, even though I had already signed up on like 27 cards before that, I would make yeah. my mom get me a card off the little rack on the side there, and I would furiously fill it out with the pencil that they would give you, <laughs> and then put it in the little box and just pray and wait for Ronald McDonald to send me a message or a love note. I don't know what was going to happen, but Show up little at your house, eight-year-old yeah. me wanted Ronald McDonald to celebrate the birthday with. Did you ever have a birthday at McDonald's? No, I actually didn't. No, no I wanted to, but we it just never worked out with timing, so I never got to. That's why I was so adamant about filling out that card. I did go to one, not my birthday, okay. but I did get to go to a birthday at a McDonald's. Somebody invited you to one. I mean, it was just eating at McDonald's with a party hat. It was not a big deal, but it was neat. But was didn't Ronald cool. McDonald come out and take pictures and all that kind of stuff? Listen, not at my backwater McDonald's. Really? <laughs> yeah, he was afraid to go there. <laughs> we all got like a little placemat wrapped in plastic that had like crayons and an extra little toy yeah. in it. That was the deal. And you had a party hat. Right. Balloons or something like that, I'm guessing. And there were a bunch of balloons. Yeah. Yep. And cheeseburgers. You're McDonald's right. wasn't the only place that did the birthday celebration. All the other fast food restaurants, Burger King, Wendy's even, believe it or not, they all did different fast foods. But I think oh, my sure. favorite- it was a marketing ploy for anybody yeah because yeah. you charge you get the kids there you know it's a built-in food buying audience right away the parents are going to buy something because they're not going to go hungry <laughs> but i think one of my favorites that i got to experience they opened up a two-story chuck e cheese a two-story yeah mm. it was a two-story chuck e cheese all right hollywood the upper floor was all <laughs> video games and usually oh like nice three or four copies of each game that they had and then the downstairs wow. was the entertainment venue where they had like Chuck E. Cheese and his band in the big room. Sure, yeah, the animatronics. Uh-huh, and they had two smaller rooms. One of them had this hippo lady playing a piano like in a night lounge type of thing. Wow. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then in the other one, it was an Elvis Presley lion impersonator guy. Okay, are you sure this actually occurred, or is this like... Was this a fever dream? No, 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 this actually happened. It was really cool. This sounds the... like a Beatles movie or something, I don't know. No, it was... And George wakes up, and you were there? And, 
and you were there, and you were, there, and you were a lion Elvis, and you were playing piano. No, it was great though. I lo- it was real. Damn it, it was real to me. Wow. Remember the ball pits that you would sure try and dive oh, into God. and immediately need spinal surgery afterwards. Yeah, that's where the little kids went to pee. I think those ball pits were gross. They I'm were, sorry. but you know you couldn't resist all of that when you because when you would see it on TV and the commercials, it looked so much fun, and then you get oh, yeah. there and it, you know just die from the pain that you would enter yeah especially from your face hitting that diaper that was left in there but <laughs> right <laughs> but i love the birthday celebrations at those places i even went so far as later on taking my son when he was younger to the local chuck e cheese it wasn't the two-story one anymore it was just a small little strip mall chuck e cheese but yeah we took him and he had two or three birthdays at that chuck e cheese you know when my daughter was little we did one of her birthdays at a chuck e cheese now that you mention it i remember <laughs> and there was she loved chuck e cheese we didn't but she did so oh, i know <laughs> don't forget there was the knockoff Chuck E. Cheese showbiz pizza. I have yeah. never heard of that. Never heard showbiz? of showbiz? Oh, oh wow. yeah. Yeah. I think, I'm not sure, but I think up until just a few years ago, there was still a showbiz pizza in Orlando. You know how I love documentaries. I will tell you, we'll link it in the show notes below. There is a great documentary about the showbiz house band. It was like Chuck E. Oh, Cheese's really? band. Yeah. They had a right? band too. And it's about the company that made them and this guy who was a just a huge fan of it, and it explores there's this underground group of people who love those showbiz pizza bands. They will buy old <laughs> surplus ones, no, really? set them up, and they write their own programs for them to play current music. Oh, jeez. Oh, I want to see that documentary. That's awesome. It's really fun. We'll link it below, like I said, yeah. and it's... And it's, I love seeing fringe people that just find something you love and don't be ashamed. Love it. And they do. They just, they really just take it to the nth degree. And it's great to watch. And see, that's something that was born out of that whole fast food experience that you wouldn't have had otherwise. I mm-hmm. mean, no that's doubt. awesome. Something brand new you never had before. Who's got the best darn burger and a whole lot more? Burger King introduces four new specialty sandwiches. We all enjoyed the birthday parties, but one of the best parts about the birthday party, you could get any time of the year, any day of the week, and that were the toys that would come at the fast food place. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. a big I mean, Whether thing, it's right? sure. Happy Meal toy or mm-hmm. you get some tickets and buy a spider ring, all kinds of toys yep. that you could get. And it wasn't just the toys that you would get inside the box. Back then, the boxes themselves were a toy oh, yeah. as well, just toy. like we talked about with the cereal boxes, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Puzzles on them and stuff. Yeah. I know sometimes they were like, the box is the toy nowadays. No, mm-hmm. the box was an extra toy back then. Well, now they don't even <laughs> give you a box now. It's just a bag. You know, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. And horrible. The, well, if you did the McDonald's one, remember the handle was a little M arches. Uh-huh. Exactly. That's right. It's just a bag now. Oh, what a shame. And that was something yep. that was lost. And it was, they did that box so brilliantly, whoever it was that designed it. It wasn't just the front and the back. The sides had stuff to do. Yeah. It was the all the way too. around. Oh, the yeah. bottom had the answers a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. And corny jokes written on the corners mm-hmm. and the edges. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It was a whole experience. It yeah, was. a shame. Inside there, you would get those toys. And I don't know about you guys, but I would make my mother go back to the restaurant like five or six times a week until I got all the toys in a collection because <laughs> there was collecting never just all of them? one. Yeah, it was like five or six things. Usually collect them all. Oh, right. That's right. Another cool thing that you could get that was kind of like a toy, but it wasn't given away for free uh, that has gone away almost completely these days and they're sought after these days. Remember the extras you could purchase? Oh, yeah. Like uh, mugs or glasses or oh, something? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, 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 the tie-ins, yeah. right? Because they were always tied right. into a Star TV Wars show glasses or, or something. That's right. I still have two of my McDonald's 
McDonald's Garfield glasses. Oh, really? Yep, I've got wow. them here at my house. I still have a couple of those Taco Bell Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan glasses that I got back in late 70s, early 80s. Wow. That would yep. have been like 80, what, 83, 82? Yeah, something like that. Sure. 82, yeah. I think, right? And you go to a toy thing or anybody that has a dealer's room or a comic book show, and you're going to see those glasses. People still want them. I don't know why they don't do them anymore. You know they what? charge. They weren't free. Yeah, yeah. Like a buck yeah, or two case. yeah it was usually yeah. like a buck or two bucks or something like that. Yeah, I mean, they weren't like expensive, but they were, but yeah, you had to buy them. I actually got in 1979, and I know that because the copyright is on the little cup, a little plastic cup from Star Trek, the classic series. Really? I took huh. it to Megacon a couple of years ago when William Shatner was there and got him to autograph the cup. And that's still <laughs> okay. one of my favorite things. I mean, his autograph was ridiculous price and this cup will probably never be worth, you know, what I paid for his <laughs> right. autograph. Just to have that piece of fast food childhood history and his autograph on it I, I think that's awesome for me now as a Gen X grown up. You know, yeah, I, I've got mad respect for people that to get original things autographed. Anybody can have, you know, a, a, a headshot, you know, a right. picture of you. It's really neat. Something like that that you remember and get that extra special personalized. Yeah. Yeah, that was smart. I like that. It was a neat idea. They had so many great glasses. Of course, half the time they wouldn't last. They would get broken at the house or something. <laughs> But, well, they weren't yeah, like the best made glasses ever, you know? No. They were pretty thin. No. That's why their value is still high, because they were pretty fragile. Yep. I bet you can find them all on eBay or something like that, but you probably pay a pretty penny for Oh, them. God. You had to mention that. I'm going to go look now. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get the collection. Where's the beef? He's putting us under the supervisor. If you ask me what you did, we should call the owner. At Wendy's, the hamburger we modestly call a single has more beef than the Big Mac or Whopper. We've got the owner. Hello? Where's the beef? You know why the glasses usually didn't make it out of the store was because you wanted to carry them when you went out on the frickin' playground. That's right, yep. I remember the playground. <laughs> And they still got a lot of playgrounds, but not back like in those our day, playgrounds. they weren't padded playgrounds with happy round oh, corners. Oh, no, no, no. They were steel. Concrete and razor wire. Yeah. You had to be careful and out there. Big, giant, rusted metal sculptures that you would climb inside like rockets or oh, God. or um, yeah. the Hamburglar's head. Yep. And you had to fight off the raccoons and stuff that were in there. Oh, and the things that had the giant springs coming up out of the ground that you would sit on. And oh, that you ride. Oh, yeah, like yeah. sit on a ride. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the centrifuge of death that you had. You ever had those things? You, know, <laughs> they, <laughs> you just spin you around. All it does is spin really, really the fast. Centrifuge yep. of death. <laughs> it's, it's, it's separating my white blood cells from my red blood cells <laughs> yeah, exactly. as I spin. And you, and you don't dare let go because you're going to fly a good 10 feet away from that thing. And remember those, <laughs> like, the jungle gyms that you would climb through and stuff? That was great for, like, if you wanted to have fight club for kids because you would go inside there, your parents <laughs> Could see you just beat the hell out of each other in those things. I mean, maybe that was two just will me. enter, only one shall leave. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. And they weren't like the little pansy playgrounds that they have now with all the plastic yeah. and soft the pads to land floor, on. Yeah, yeah no, let me no. tell you, in my day, the playgrounds had swings. <laughs> That's yes. right. Are they too dangerous now or something? Well, yeah, swings are gone now because basically you're a human pendulum just clocking kids really? in the head. They don't so have no swings, swings anymore. anymore. Wow. You can't. Kids are clocking other kids with their feet. Well, so we, swings they did are when gone. We were kids too, but we knew oh, to get out of the on. way. Yeah. Exactly. When you jumped off the swing, that was the best part when it was at its oh, period. Yeah. It's called you know, survival of off? the fittest. Oh. The kid who got clocked in the head on the swing should not be reproducing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Clear out the gene pool right. now. If you got clocked twice, then that was just... That's natural default. selection. Yeah. You're out of the playground. Right. <laughs> You're out of the playground and the gene pool. My fast food experience growing up was not so much in the city because, I don't know, it, I grew up in New York and fast food was just kind of like a... 
it was a treat thing. Like we did it occasionally, but it was not a, it wasn't, oh my God, I'm late to make dinner kind of thing. Usually, you know, we took these long car trips and that's where we were always excited because we hit the fast food places. Oh, right. Because they would oh, be near the interstate okay. exits, right? Interstate yeah. exits. And, and then you see like some of the stuff that's like kind of looks like McDonald's, but it's not really a McDonald's. <laughs> McDowell's. <laughs> <laughs> the McDougal's. McDougal's or something. Yeah. And they didn't have a hamburger, but they had something similar. But anyway, but they were still fun. I mean, because all he knows that we got milkshakes. So I was happy. And you're riding in the car and you got a, a sweaty paper cup between your thighs. Yeah. And, right. <laughs> French fries jammed in the door crack. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was true. I mean, I guess that's part of that fast food experience was that you didn't just eat in the restaurant. You would eat in your car while you were traveling, even if it was stopping on the way home after school. Yeah, because I was growing up, they really didn't have the drive-thrus. Really? You know, that was something that came a little bit later. No. Because they had, no, the The drive-thrus didn't show up until... Maybe that was a New York being late to the dance thing, but drive-thrus happened like in the 60s. Really? For McDonald's and those guys? Uh, The first one was Jack in the Box, if I remember right. Well, it's because people don't drive in New York. That's That's true. true. That's true. There is that. And plus your like fast food place was probably like in the middle of the block with like a bunch of other buildings jammed around it and stuff, I'm guessing. Yeah, no drive through there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And also like in a restaurant next to it. Right. <laughs> like a real one. Like a real <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> And I That's remember awesome. specifically, uh, my dad loved Arby's. Mm, Arby's. Right. And somewhere between one year and the next, Arby's suddenly went from this awesome, huge roast beef sandwich to this two pieces of bread with a little bit of roast beef in between. That Pathetic yeah. little bird. Pathetic yeah, little, little things. Yeah. And my dad was so pissed. I still remember he was so pissed off. He's like, what the <laughs> hell is that? And he never went back again. He's like, That's it. Oh, no. Yeah, they killed it for him. At Arby's, you get a great roast beef sandwich that we spent four hours cooking just for you. At Arby's, the four-hour sandwich is five minutes away. I don't think any of us would have necessarily been attracted to some of the fast food restaurants if it wasn't for the mascots. Oh, and there's so many good ones and yeah. they're gone. They're go- a they're lot of them are gone, yeah. I mean, some of them are still around. Ronald is still kind of around, although I don't really see him in the commercials anymore. He's got like a little fake statue on a bench now, usually. Yeah, yeah. It's he's like, more of just, a, he's, he's like a corporate logo now. He used to be a character. Like He's like the KFC guy, right? He's just sort of there. But yeah. not, he's just there, right? But there were a no, whole there used to be a, group They had a whole cast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was Hamburglar. Yep. Big big Purple Grimace. Right, Grimace. And uh, Fry Guys. Don't forget those. Yep. That's right. Yeah, the little yeah. French fries. And their commercials, they would, it would act out whole little, like, scenes in their commercials. Adventures would take place. Yeah, because, you know, like, the Hamburglar was trying to steal the food, and Ronald McDonald That's right. and all those yeah. guys would stop him from it. Oh, silly Hamburglar. I like the Hamburglar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, this time of year is, like, they would do all their holiday commercials. Right. Because they had those, mm-hmm. remember these those right. things that you could give to people for Christmas and had, like, a dollar off. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, the books, the books of, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Burger King, actually, there was a Burger King. And mm-hmm. the reason I remember that because there was a Burger Prince, I think it was, but there was a whole commercial because he was upset because he couldn't eat an entire Whopper. So they came up with the Whopper Jr. <laughs> right. So that's, that's when the Whopper right. Jr. came out. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, Burger King and Burger Prince, they weren't the only ones. There was also like a whole little court, so to speak, of yeah. the kingdom. And one of my favorites was Sir Shake-A-Lot. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sir Shake-A-Lot. I remember him. Yep. Oh, I got to go to YouTube and look at these old commercials. Oh, up. yeah, that's absolutely. Great. They still give you the crowns there that they used to? Remember the paper crowns you used to get at Burger I know King? they did up I to a few years ago. I think you could still get those. Yeah, because my yeah. son would bring them yep. home when Grandma would take him. You know, that was a gimme. Grandma's taking him to Burger King. He's bringing home a little paper crown. <laughs> a lot of people today will forget that uh, for a time there in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, Taco Bell mm-hmm. had a character, a mascot. Remember that? That stupid little chihuahua? That was part of the dog mascot craze, right? (laughs) There was a whole group of dogs that just came out 
they were trying to sell you everything from beer to tacos, apparently. Oh, we had Spud, Spuds McKenzie? That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, but the Taco Bell What did Chihuahua. that stupid Chihuahua say? What? He had a catchphrase. Yokiero Taco, Taco Bell. Yokiero Taco, Taco Bell. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not insensitive at all. <laughs> Some Gen Xers, that's the only Spanish they know. I think Taco Bell was pretty insensitive just in the fact that it would say it was Mexican food, and it really wasn't. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't Mexican, it wasn't right. food. No. Yeah. The Chihuahua was the least offensive thing about Taco yes, Bell right. Mexican food. But, I mean, they had a lot of great mascots back in the day that just are no longer here. Remember uh, Frisch's Big Boy? Oh, it was had a huge oh, statue yeah. out front. And he was holding yes. up the burger, you know, on his little plate, That's and he right. was kind of running usually. Isn't he pretty much what the lard lad is modeled after in the Simpsons, I think so, right? yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, do you get the impression, guys, from like looking back now, you know, then to now, that back when we were kids, it seems like all the fast food places were sort of competing to get your business? Of course. Oh, yeah. But now it doesn't seem like they're doing that. It's like they just sort of build them next to each other and you figure out which one you want to go to. You know what I mean? Like they well, weren't... it's a different type of competition. Now it's based on price point. It's not based on marketing anymore. Now it's $5 meal this or $4 meal that or yeah. we give you more food so pay more for it because it's quality. When we were growing up, it was like, let's attract the kids here because they're going to love it. Right. It's salty. It's greasy. The kids are going to love it. And now fast fooders are so working so hard to fight off lawsuits and to fight off, oh, you're making everyone obese and they're all weak and you can get carrots with your happy yeah. meal. What? Fuck carrots with my happy meal. I want French fries with my well, happy meal. We the worst kinda... part is they make the carrots look like French fries, which right. is just yeah. Uh, raw. Uh, yeah. That well, count. I mean, we all kind of grew up, right? So we were the kids who I think brought about the fast food revolution, so to speak. I think now we've grown up, so they have to market to that same group because they know we'll still buy the stuff. They just have to market to us differently because we're older now. Yeah, you're right. There were still a lot of other great mascots. I'm not going to let us go. Oh. Unless we talk about Domino's Pizza Noid. <laughs> you got to avoid him. The you have to avoid, avoid him. the Noid. Avoid the no, noid. we're not avoiding the Noid <laughs> here. No, Domino's Pizza Noid. He might have been one of my favorites at that time during the Pizza Wars. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the Pizza Wars. Mo, you talked about Arby's, right? Remember, yeah. there was that stupid oven mitt thing. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. There was a little character. He was he was like the hamburger helper mitt, but not right. quite. I don't know which one came first. <laughs> one of them ripped off the other one, I'm sure. but I don't know what he was, but... <laughs> it was spooky. <laughs> I know some of them, you look back, you're like, actually, these are kind of creepy. Right, yeah. They are kind of creepy, but they were pandering to kids. You know, it was interesting. It was bright. It was colorful. Mm -hmm. And it got us in there to have a burger and fries. Yep. Or yeah. in the case of Long John Silver, the pirate, fish and chips, which were French fries anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, they're not fries. They're chips. They're chips. Yeah. Easy now. <laughs> As we said at the beginning, fast food's still around. You know, we still get out there and I'll have a cheeseburger every now and again, but it's changed so dramatically. It's really cool to kind of look back and think about those cool things like uh, the showbiz band and the, the great toys yeah. and the dangerous <laughs> playgrounds. <laughs> you know, we're older and don't need as much grease and salt and fat, but I know when I go, I think back to those That's things. What don't I you yeah, if they, sure. if they find that nostalgia meal, I'll be there buying it probably twice a week. <laughs> yep. It's going to come in a little box with Absolutely. arches on top and it's full of nostalgia. <laughs> Count me in. <laughs> Love comic books? Then check out Parlapod, the podcast for die-hard fans. 
We've got interviews. Hi, this is Kelly Jones. Hi, everybody. This is John Semper. This is Ming Chen. Hey, this is Tim Seeley. Hey, folks. This is Brian O'Halloran. Hey, what up? This is Jason Mewes, and you're listening to ParlorPod.com Comic Book Podcast. Snooch to the news. Reviews. These covers are, are blowing me away. Ugh. So Concept is just too darn good. I wish they had done a better job with it. And all the comic book news you need to know about. Mark Strong is in talks to play the villain, Dr. Savant. All in, man. He was a great Sinestro, too. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, and it's always free to download. Follow us on social media, at Parlapod. Fresh episodes every Wednesday morning, just in time for your trip to the local comic book store. Parlapod, we are your source for everything comic book related. Give us a listen today. I really enjoyed that trip down fast food lane. Yeah, it was we fun. talked about a lot of stuff. I know a lot of it's gone, but some of it's not forgotten. I'm sure we can include some stuff in the show notes for that. And also be sure to subscribe to us on your podcast app, whether it's through Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, or iTunes. And speaking of iTunes, I always ask if you would take a second to open up your iTunes app, look up Gen X Grown Up, give us a five-star rating, and write a little review to let other people find us. And speaking of find us, if you have a friend who's not listening to the show and they're your friend, they might like us too. Grab their phone and subscribe to the Gen X Roundup podcast when they're not looking. They'll be glad that you did. Fourth <laughs> listener, I know you're out there and I know that you ate fast food at one time just like we did. So send us an email about your fast food experience at podcast at genxgrownup.com. Don't forget to visit us on YouTube or on our website, which is genxgrownup.com. And I think now that we're wrapped up, I haven't had dinner yet, so I may take a drive up to McDonald's or Taco <laughs> Yo Bell or Taco Bell. a meal. <laughs> fun getting together always a good time right. I will see you guys next time take see care guys. see you guys no life no fun don't you know that you're a grown up no games no puns basically life sucks as a grown up this has been a production of the GWW Radio Network please don't forget to subscribe rate and review us on iTunes Stitcher and SoundCloud also, check out Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more. Geeks Assemble! You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Calafato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes.